Mbulelo Chawa is no more. For a long time, she was a staff member here at the SABC, but particularly at SAFM, to whom I was introduced in March 2019 as the executive producer. What I did not know about Nombulelo Jawa was that her history in what South Africa is now, or certainly her contribution in the transition to what South Africa is now, is as deep as many of these friends, colleagues, and comrades who will make their contributions and tributes later in the show reflect. But I do know this. When I started here on 1 April 2019 as a host of the SAFM Viewpoint, Mondays, Tuesdays, that became Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, there was one person outside, of course, Lesejo, my producer, long-time producer, I could call at any time for anything about anything. Sisbuli, that's her name here at SAFM. And depending how truly close you were to her, the affectionate term was Dimamzo. Well, in the very short space of time, I was very privileged to be able to call her Dimamzo. Make no mistake, before things go live on any broadcast platforms, there are fights. There are screaming matches. At times people don't talk or don't want to talk to each other. But when, for instance, now it's 20 hours, it's game day, game face, you suspend self and honor public interest broadcasting. She honored that. Not that she ever took to air, but she made sure to listen, to guide, to assist. I think for me, my most abiding memory with her or of her was the day Johnny Clegg passed away. I was on my way to studio and literally 10 minutes before I went to air, I got a call from her. She said, suspend everything that you have planned. This is the show. And I'm going to give it to you in the next five minutes. Compose yourself for 10 and go live. You will be fine. You are here and trusted on the platform. And this is what news broadcasting is about. This is what radio broadcasting is about. Sometimes you will get breaking news and you simply need to roll with those punches. For you, you won't be rolling with the punches. You'll be creating a show that many South Africans will remember and embrace. And so that show, as I can reflect now, was one of my most memorable shows, not because Johnny Clegg himself passed away, but how we were able as a team to rise to the occasion and honor the memory that was the White Zulu. But behind all of that, I've never been able to divorce that show to the call I fielded a mere 10 minutes before going live and getting the kind of guidance that I suppose only Eddie Mamzo, with her broadcast experience and her experience in the trenches of war, frankly, and she passed away. She was with the SABC until two years ago. And of course, you know, some casualties came with the restructuring. It certainly would have hurt her if the conversations I had had anything to go by. But she never spoke out of turn. And she never breathed, if you will, about her loss. Rudyard Kipling says it best. The poem is if 
at the end of this segment, we will certainly reflect on that, which would be the life that was so well lived, colorful, certainly, loud at times, and a lot of the times quiet in the background, but certainly very supportive. Her niece and family spokesperson, Lesejo Muna Heng, is on the line. Lesejo, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. I would ordinarily say welcome to SAFM, but this is not the kind of welcome you really want to embrace as openly as on any other day you would want to be welcomed. Welcome to SFM, Sisi. How are you? How's the family? We seem to have lost Lesejo, but she will be back. We've got contributions from Mike Roberts, who's a friend and former SFM programs manager, Yusuf Abramji, former station manager at 702. We all know him. I understand that one or two presenters and former newsreaders at the SABC will also be calling because they want to have their say in the most appropriate way on a platform and at a time where they knew Dimams are well and best on radio at SAFM. In some of my colleagues, not least among them, Ms. Nomsam Dluli. Mam Pumelele is on the line. Pumelele Nzimande, former commissioner at the Public Service Commission, former stakeholder relations as well here at the SABC. Pumelele, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us, Mama. Welcome to SFM. Trying times, trying times as you reflect on a legacy and a life well lived, certainly in the public service. Yes, thank you so much, Angela, uh, for this, for this um, opportunity, although it is the one opportunity that one would rather not have to say goodbye to Bulza. That's what I called him. I joined the SABC uh, first as a group executive corporate affairs and then uh, later uh, as a, a, a chief people officer. And one of my responsibilities in that portfolio is that the regulatory units fell under my portfolio. So because the public service broadcaster is, is regulated in terms of the constitution and law, um, you have to reach out to everyone on the content protection side, whether it's programming or news, just to make sure that you're all moving together as a team and stay in line with the CASA regulations. So naturally, uh, I got to interact and know everyone in the value chain just to make sure that we are all in line. But Wulza, as I called her, stood out. You know, when the circle called me this morning, I said to her, oh no, the queen of public service radio is no more. I'm really, really sad. I called her the queen of public service radio because she was passionate about the public service broadcaster. She was passionate about radio as a platform. And she was passionate about public service broadcasting because you and I you know um uh, uh that 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 there is a, a, a unique proposition in the in the offering of the public service broadcaster that's very different from the commercial platform. So she was very passionate about that. Mm. Now, at SABC, there's always 
it's not spoken about, but there's a very, uh, uh, like, uh, a subliminal uh, tension between the, what, what is seen as corporate services and what is seen as content production. Um, it, they, they, those who are on the content production side guard jealously their independence. Uh, of producing the content. And those who are on the corporate side, where I was, also make sure that they create a relationship with them in a way that is not seen to be interfering. Now, one of the things that I created a relationship with Muli around was I was passionate about stakeholder management, which was just one of the many portfolios in my responsibility. And so I reached out to everyone to say, guys, I don't want to interfere with what you are doing, but please, let's work together. When you have important stakeholders coming to your platform, let my team know, because our the way we are seen by stakeholders there will be enhanced by their experience of coming to the building. So I didn't have to know who's being invited and why, but once they are so done, they would have to communicate with one of my general managers to say, please let the CPO know, for example, that the chief justice or a deputy chief justice or anyone who's the head of institution will be on at, at 10 o'clock. And other people were kind of, kind of very, yeah, they came along, but they were kind of, oh, we don't want corporate to, to interfere with us. But Bully understood that very well, that there is no tension between her taking charge and producing content and working favorably with those who are on the corporate side of things, because if we do work as Team SABC, it enhances our image and therefore it increases listenership. She, she just accepted it so beautifully. And so even, even when, and because one of my responsibilities was also international relations, broadcasting is very organized internationally. So even when I came back with some of the ideas and said, Bulga, here's some information I got from BBC, yes, and information I got from a broadcaster in the continent. You have a look at it and see how it can inform your work and do it better. Yo, she would call afterwards. This one, yo, I loved what you shared with me. I'm going to share it with the team. So she was, she was very cooperative. She was very welcoming of, of working together. But if there's one thing about Bully, finally, with all yeah. her depth, her depth of her history in the struggle, not once did she brandish it around. She was so professional. She stayed on the course, and she welcomed everybody as as a colleague, staying very mindfully on mm. on her name. And, and professionally. Just, just very last thing. She's the kind of person you could still talk to even once you have left. Just one incident where I had to call her. I had left the SAPC already and I heard Vuyombuli saying, oh no, my chest. You know, this week 
my chest has been just doing something. So I picked up the phone and I said, Bulza, please tell Buyo that yesterday he complained about this chest. This morning he's talking about the chest. Tell him I said, please, he better go to the doctor and sort it out. And she laughed and she said, actually, just because you said it, I'm going to tell him I'm sure he will say, oh my God, was she listening? Okay, I'm going to sort it out. So she's just that kind of a person who wouldn't feel like, oh no, she's now ruling from the grave. She's gone from here. Please, I don't want to hear from her. What a wonderful human being. Rest in peace, Mulza. May I reach out to your sister, baby, who also told me that she wasn't well, and the whole family. We cannot put ourselves in your pain, but we hope you know that we are thinking about you, and that hopefully yeah. will go a long way to soothe your pain. Yeah. It will go a long way to soothe anybody's pain with such a beautiful tribute. Thank you so much, Mampumene Lenzimande, former commissioner at the Public Service Commissioner, or Public Service Commissioner, and specifically here, former head of stakeholder relations at the SABC. The time is 2023. After the break, we continue tributes for the fallen Nombulelo Tiawa, former executive producer here at SAFM. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. Dearbuli. From the first time I met Dearbuli to the last, she was always genuine and supportive, a friend one could rely on. She always had a ready smile which warmed the heart and remained positive when she and I knew she was very ill. Hope we meet again somehow. Miss you, my friend, very, very much. Wishing her son and her family all my condolences. Love from her colleague and friend, Mike. Yusuf Abramchi, um, former station manager of 702, former head of news and current affairs, um, social activist. News of uh, bullies passing has indeed come as a shock to many of us within the media fraternity. Over the years, uh, I've come to know know Bully as a hardworking, efficient, and very committed producer, journalist, and someone with a passion. Uh, I knew her when she started off uh, at the SABC, and I worked with her on many projects. And eventually, even when she joined uh, us at Prime Media, uh, when I was the station manager, uh, I knew Bully as one of those very committed our sincere condolences go out to her family, to her friends, to her colleagues. May her soul rest in peace. Uh, and but news of her passing most certainly has come as a shock to many, many of us. Those are the tributes that continue to pour in. And of course, as the days draw closer to the final and most fitting farewell, do not please be surprised if you should hear such more moving tributes, not least of what Mampumelele said, and I think it bears repeating. You would only ever know that Udimamzo was in the struggle if you were sufficiently close to her, and even then she wouldn't say it would be somebody around her suggesting that because you'd often wonder where she gets the kinds of stories and contexts, certainly politically and historically, that she would have 
And then it would also make sense when you hear that she was indeed in the trenches. And like many of her contemporaries who say it without at all justifying their continued ineptitude in public service, or they say it as a way to get ahead, she quite frankly wasn't in the least bit interested. She did what she did at the time at which it was required, and that for her was enough. We continue on the program. Former SFM presenter, spokesperson now for the KZN government, his surname is very synonymous. Yeah, him and his brother have previously sat on the very chair that I have. It cannot get any greater and bigger than one Bongi Gualam. Perpetua, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Claire Aswan. Good evening to you and the whole SFM family on this set day indeed. How does the Gwala family reflect on the life of Nombulelo Jawa, Dimamzo. I think when I say Dimamzo, you know exactly who I'm talking about here because it wasn't long after you left this space that she followed suit for different reasons. But nonetheless, I think you both bowed out in this way or rather from this platform. Uh, mine is a, is, a, is, a, is a difficult one because it's both personal and uh, and at the level of a of a friend, and uh, and I think Umam Mandombela has uh, uh, who spoke just before Yusuf, uh, apparently was uh, was very uh, clear in the role that uh, Sister Bulls, as uh, Ms. Pillay will call her, Sister Bulls, uh, you know, uh, changed changed the life. I, I I got to know Sister Bulls uh, in early 2000s when I started at SAFM. Uh, at that time, she was producing a team Medici. And uh, and she's given me two critical opportunities, right? Back then, she gave me an opportunity to to produce Otimodise, uh, one great Otimodise. And she said, "Look, I want to sit back. I want to see. I've, I've I've been seeing you doing this that you are doing, but uh, I'm gonna go away for about two days. I want you to stand in for me." And I said, "But sister, but." Wouldn't we have chosen anyone else? I mean, this is Tim Modisa we're talking about. So they, perfect, you'll be all right. And indeed, uh, you know, um, I, I struggled through the first show and the second show, so she gave me that opportunity. Secondly, uh, <laughs> this is very funny, um, the, the team, that are, I think it must have been 19, uh, 2018 or thereabouts, the team that, so, so I worked with her throughout the years, Mm. So the team that was doing the 9 to 12 show, they were out on an OB outside broadcast somewhere in the free state. And, and they got lost. And I'm sure they will remember that story. They got lost. She called me. And uh, for people who are familiar with uh, the setup in, in Joburg, they'll know that there's Krista. I was in the Krista Mall side coming to the SABC. She said, listen, uh, there's no one to do the show here. And I said, but what are you talking about? I've been out of radio for a long time. She said, come here now. I got there at half past nine. The show would have started a long time ago, but there was no one where they were playing music. So I sit here, do the show. I was shaking. Mm. I was everything. And, and we started doing the show. And they chose the, uh, the, the, the program manager that time said, I know, you must continue on, on this one. But the third critical one is that I was surrounded by uh, people who, who were not shy to talk about their sickness. One Rowena Bird was open about uh, about her, her, her sickness, the, the cancer that was there, but also Kolani on the other end uh, was going through the same situation. So she would 
sit there and console me. So, and I said, but why is it about me when I, when I sit with my school? I said, hey, because, you know, in, the, in this world, we really need to take care of each other. This is what we used to do in the trenches. So this, this story now is teaching up together uh, to say, look, uh, this is the compassionate person that you are talking about. Humility was, uh, was her thing. She was just about the other person, not about herself all the time. Yeah, you couldn't have said it better. And I think a lot of what you have said is very much relatable content. She was all about promoting and promoting talent where she was of the view talent merited. Indeed, at the platform and you certainly have said something which resonates very strikingly with me at an individual level. And Pepeto, thank you so much. May whatever memories you have with Umamobuli be a blessing to you and to those around you, for she certainly did live a life that many of us can draw inspiration from. And certainly in the professional setup, we have much to still learn from her if the lessons that we took from her while she was here are things that we remain and abide by as we continue to effect meaningful public interest broadcasting. Thank you so much, Mpivet. Appreciate it, and our condolences to the family. Certainly. Condolences to the family. 2033 is the time. Foreign desk editor at SABC News, veteran SABC journalist Mamsofi Mugwena is also on the line to offer her contribution to somebody she knew quite intimately, certainly very differently to what Mpepeto and I would have known, as well as some of the colleagues who have also expressed their comments and thoughts as we remember her. Mom Sophie, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I can only say welcome to SAFM, even though that welcome is a very stifled one. Good evening and good evening to the listeners. Nombulelo, how do you, in a minute or two, summarize the contributions she has made to SFM, the life she has lived outside the public eye, but so important for the public. Bullying is SAFM. SAFM is bullying. I remember very well when we were working, one thing that was always on her mind was that this is a public platform. And the public must be given a right to express their views. She used to go and explain to ensure that there is synergy between programming in the public wing and also the news division. Because she believed that the content that we generate as news is so important, particularly when we build this Sorry, Mama, we just have to cut there for a moment because we are losing you. We are losing you only because the line is not nearly that great. For those of you who are engaging this and wondering who Nombulelo Jawa is, when I joined the SABC, specifically at SAFM, she was the executive producer. And fortunately for me, I was one of the last talents that she would have been party to grooming and training in the professional sense that certainly you have heard from Gwala and Mamukwena reflect on positively Yusuf Abramji earlier on in a voice notes, as would Mike Roberts, 
who was a friend and a former SAFM programs manager. So these are the people who worked with her certainly for far longer than I would have and earlier in that broadcasting careers or their respective selves. But I'm fortunate in the sense that I was one of the last personalities she would have ushered onto the platform. And I'm thankful I still get to hold this very important public position, not that I take it for granted, but it certainly is something that I've come to enjoy tremendously. And I can only ever be thankful in reflecting on Mamunombulelo Jawa. Mamumugwena is back on the line, I understand. Do you want to continue from where you left off, Mamugwena? Indeed, it seems as though we are struggling in that regard. So let's go back to Lesejo, who is back on the line, Buli's niece, Mambuli Dimamzo's niece and family spokesperson for the Jawas. Lesejo, I suppose you've been listening to these contributions as they have been coming through from Roberts, from Abramji, from Zimande, Gwala, and what little from Mamugwena. How does this make the family, I suppose, feel, albeit through your ears and through your mouth? And perhaps how would this assist in, to whatever extent, soothe the pain that is so obviously palpable with the family at this very trying time? Hi, good evening, and thank you for the opportunity to represent my family. Um, You know, as I sit here listening to the tributes that are coming, through for Mam Kholu to me, she was affectionately known as my Mam Kholu. Um, it, it brings me great joy um, and really fills my heart to understand her contribution in her, her industry. She loved her work, she loved journalism. Um, I mean, everything we heard that happened that was breaking, we heard through her first. Um, and it's very interesting to see how authentic she was, you know even in her work environment, at home. Um, she was the same through and through, you know, a good friend, a, a genuine person. Um, and it is, you know, a great loss to our family. Um, we are deeply, deeply saddened um, by her passing. Uh, but with that said, we are very comforted um, by the words that are shared by the many tributes that keep pouring in and they're giving us great comfort. So for that, I'd really like to extend my our heartfelt appreciation, um, and we really are, are grateful uh, for the person Mam Kholu was. And I'm very happy to even hear that her legacy kind of still lives on, mm. uh, as as you know, even though she's a past employee of the CBC, but her reputation precedes her, um, and it really is. It gives me great joy. Um, and I'm very, very proud of it. You know, even in the depths of our heart, um, she really did in Zomak. I'm just going to say uh, her son, Mudawa, she affectionately called him or referred to him, Itumeleng. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we spare a thought for him. I don't know if this is a question or a comment that uh, that you can make, but I mean, I just want to make sure that I recognize the fact that Mudawa had a beloved son who was yeah, more or less, in fact, my age. Yeah, yes, um, yes. She called him Mudawa a lot. He called her. He called her old lady. Yeah, you know, um, like any mother-son bond. You know, anyone who knows Mamkolo, Mamkolo knows that. You know, she 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 spoils people. Um, um, and you know, I think you know, if anything, we must give to me as much support as we can uh, throughout this time. You know, losing a mom is a very very um, difficult thing, uh, and it's a process. And we are obviously as a family rallying behind him, and we support him because that's that's 
that's how we were, we were raised as a family to support one another, to show love and appreciation. And um, yes, Dumi is is mm-hmm. with us, and he is greatly loved and supported by the greater family. I'm rounding off now. Now her bosom buddy, Mum Nongebai, as well. She obviously would be reeling from these very sad news. Yeah, yes, Nongebai is my mom. Mm. Um, so you know, those if anyone knows between Nongebai and Willie, they were together all the time. You know, uh, my mom has lost her best friend, her, her confidant, her, her everything. This is a a great loss to to the entire family. Um, but we comforted, you know, to say that she's definitely at peace and she's resting um, from her illness. Um, and, you know, there's, there's only so much um, that we can do here on earth, but everything we leave to the Lord. And we are really grateful for the time that we spent with Mom Holo. You know, I have a fond memory of our last Christmas gathering. I think it was one of the best we ever had that day. Um, the weather was perfect. The lighting was perfect. The meals were perfect. It was just a beautiful day. Um, little did we know that would be our last. Mm, mm. Um, but with that said, you know, I really am grateful and we want to ensure that Mom Holder's legacy live, lives on. Um, and I just want to say to the greater family, thank you for the support. Um, to Dumeleng Mudau, as you've said to Mudau, Dumeleng, we love you. You know, our family, we are just amazing uh, people. And thank you to Mom Holo's friends who came to visit her in the hospital at home when she came back, um, you know, and, you know, throughout, you know, the experiences that she she went through within, while she was trying to, through her recovery, rather, um, so we really are thankful for for the support, um, you know, and the the constant checking in. Um, you know, Mamkhol has a wild a wild network, very wide as well. Some of the things I'm only learning as I'm I'm hearing about the past. You You'll know, be learning a lot. You'll yeah. be learning a lot about it. Yeah, but if I, I mean, may, just very briefly, could I ask yeah. just one final question? How is Mamboli's mother herself doing? I understand she's still around. Final comment from the family. Yes. Yeah. Gran is, Gran is, you know, it's very difficult to say, but for for now, we're just we're together. Um, Gran is obviously processing, um, you know, as I said, it's been a journey throughout Mom Holo's illness. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think that we are, we are happy that she's, she's finally healed. She's finally, sorry, at a better place, you know, um, with all the hurt. And I think, Gran is is you know comforted to to know that um, her kids are around. Uh, she, I mean, Mom Holo has four other siblings, um, three other siblings, my two uncles and my Mom Holo baby Jawa as well. Um, so we all there together with Gran, um, you know, watching her. I mean, it's not really easy to say at the moment how she's taking, but I could say she's just processing everything that's happening at the moment. Let's leave it there. Thank you so much indeed. Lesekho Monacheng, Mambuli's niece, family spokesperson, reflecting fondly with a very affectionate voice. And we do appreciate your strength, ma'am, for coming through on the platform and just giving us a perspective that certainly is important from the family. He is wishing that everybody affected 
and very close to Mamubuli will find healing, however so, from this very terrible time, inevitable as it may be for Uambe Indlela Yeshabati Longke. The time is 20.43. Now, we have to take a very short ad break now. Or rather, no, I propose that we don't. Mamu Mukwena, I understand, is indeed back. Mam Sophie, perhaps this is your opportunity to wrap up this segment because you got cut off there and I, would, I still am looking forward to your perspectives, your comments, your reflections from an SABC journalistic perspective with a fallen comrade. I have learned so much from Bully, um, as uh, people previous uh, speakers have uh, indicated in terms of her history in the struggle and generally as a human being. During difficult times at the SABC, she was there to support us. There are times where it does really get tough at the SABC. And she was this sister who was there all the time to say, Sophie, as a black African woman, if you give up, you are saying to young girls who want to be in this industry, don't dare because this industry is very difficult. It is bully all the time when I had when I had challenges at the SABC. Mm. She was there to say soldier on my sister. We appreciate your work. And therefore I don't know. I've lost a sister, I've lost a former colleague and who was my colleague even post her working at the SABC because we used to talk a lot about news, particularly stories from the continent. One used to get a proper perspective of what is happening on the continent. My love for African stories and the African a continent is as a result of people like Bully. My love for international news and understanding of the geopolitics and balance of forces, it is because Bully was there to take me along and teach me and also give me more information because of her experience. And I'm not the only one. I guess many people will share the same sentiment. And I think, I don't know what to say. I, I am very, very hurt. I mean, people like Miranda Spraydom and Bully, these were very humble colleagues based on their struggle and their participation in the struggle outside the country. But when you speak to them, they were always humble, including the late Tandanani. You know, but these were the people who taught us to be strong as women in the SABC. And in my twilight years at the SABC, because some of us, we are on our way out, I will forever cherish her advice, her support, particularly during difficult times. Because yes, in that institution, I have experienced the worst. I have also experienced the good. And during the worst of time, 
she was always there to support me. And to the family, thank you so much yeah. Yeah. for sharing Bully with us. Excellent. There is no better way to express gratitude than to thank the family for allowing Umama Dimamzo to be who she was to so many of us. Possibly, I don't know, possibly at the expense of family time, but if we can speak so glowingly about her, one can only reflect on the fact that she certainly did allow herself to be as accessible as she was. If the many different voices coming from the many different SABC spaces are anything to go by, there's certainly much to be thankful for for the family. The final speaker in this segment is one who has held this very seat, and again, a colleague and a friend, Ms. Nom Samvruli, former SABC presenter, former newsreader here at the SABC. She's going to wrap the segment up for us. Final and concluding comments. Ms. Nomsa, thank you so much for joining us. I say welcome to everybody else, but this is hardly a welcome. Yeah, uh, sure. I'm, I'm so, so shocked and I'm so heartbroken to hear that Usis Bully has left us. You know, so as I was reflecting um, during the course of the day in terms of what she meant to me and and to others as well who've worked with her. And, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is that she was the epitome of love. She loved everyone around her and she was very supportive. You know, the one thing about the SABC is that there's a quite a generational mix and... Um, and when it came to, to SAFM, you'd find that a lot of us were in, you know, late 20s, 30s, um, early 40s and all of that. And you had this woman who had such a lot of experience in, in the industry and she would tell you about her stories. But that was not to kind of intimidate you because uh, sometimes when this, there's this generational mix, you, you find that there's some form of intimidation. But she would narrate about her experiences and her journey in broadcasting so that you know you are in safe hands, you know. Um, sometimes you'd, um, you know, uh, embark on big broadcasts and she would say, Nana, I've done this before. You've got this. I'm here to support you. And that's that's how I'll always remember her. And Usis Buli fought for others. You know, they are battles um at work and she she's just one person who always stood up for others uh no matter what the consequences are and yeah these are the kind of lessons that i i i i learned from her she loved deeply she she loved us the young ones and guided us as well but also one thing for sure with all her years of experience, she still wanted to learn from us as young as we were. Um, yeah, may her son, her family be be comforted. Uh, what a loss! What what a loss! We've really what lost a, loss. Um, a great a great human being. What a loss indeed! What a loss indeed! Thank you so much indeed, Mum Nomsa Mtluli, former SABC Thank presenter. You so much former newsreader, and I think I can only echo your sentiments when you say she supported and backed us. She protected us where things were unjust or if one or two people in a position that wielded authority suddenly felt that that authority was theirs as opposed to a responsibility, she didn't mince her words. And I think she respected the fact that she was oftentimes caught in between 
um, the system or management and the talent that she was all, always interfacing with. But she made sure to let us know how to navigate the space, if you like, workplace intelligence. I can reflect on many a conversation where we simply were just not having it. And she'd be like, these things take time. And one day is one day. And well, certainly we were not thinking this one day would come just as quickly as it has. But mambuli siabulela mazenetole ngembeko yako, mazenetole ngamava ako, mazenetole ngakumbi ngotando luako na ngenjelo utewa stagwesha kwele konga. Letjelo losasazo, idizwe longe SABC. Ndlela ndle, tovazana, ndlela ndle.